There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So we have a dirty section chief that kills Bourne's girl. Bourne comes back for revenge, tapes Abbott's confession, and Abbott commits suicide. Now Bourne's gunning for us. You couldn't make this stuff up. Bourne's last confirmed location was Moscow six weeks ago. Right. He's on the run. He's dangerous. Well, sir, with respect, I think something else could be going on here. What the hell just happened? This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 619. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Don't worry, Jason. We all look stupid on a Vespa. Dunaway. No, just you, Matt Damon. Oh, hi. hi. This week on Film Sack, we were born ready when we were given the ultimate ultimatum to shoot over to the streaming service formerly known as HBO Max, you know, before it was reprogrammed to kill by suck by an old white guy. And we're going to lay down an everything is a weapon style book beating upon this action thriller from 2007 to uncover the truth about what makes Julia Stiles smiles at the end. Spoiler. <laughs> everybody dance now. Anywho, I lock myself in my closet full of retro technical antiquities because, you know, who is chasing me there? You know, who is chasing me? You know who it is. And I have some very damning documents that need to be made public right now. No, I'm not paranoid. You aren't paranoid enough. Now, let's see. Do I get this info out there quickly before I am caught? I got a government-issued Motorola flip phone. Hello, Moto. No, they can track that. Hmm, I got a BlackBerry that my family ironically calls my Crackberry. No, I you know, I, I, I don't have a problem, but uh, no you. Anyway, uh, no, no service. And a fax machine uh, from the 80s. Ah, yes, the good old dependable fax machine is reliable as the CIA agents monitoring this podcast. Yep. Once them beeps and boops start, there is no stopping that data. Nope. Game over, dude. From Northern Exposure. You been got, sucker. Uh-oh. Mom, get off the phone. Try to fax. <laughs> Randy, activate the ass set. Heavy on the ass. Yeah. Motor scooter go. Brrr, boom. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. <laughs> hell, of, hell of an intro as usual. That one is particularly mm. all over the place, and I love it. All over the place. That was scattershot like this film. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Also with us, Randy, it's nice to sing King, it's nice to see King Viserys getting reporter work, wow. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. All right. I want everyone to drop what you're doing and listen up. This is a code red number 10 food coloring book fair situation. Mm-hmm. We have the most dangerous man in the history of the world that is this earth, as far as we know, in the entire universe, chilling out and not really bothering us. So we have to go hard and take him down. I said go hard. <laughs> so let's insta hack every camera in a city filled with cameras. And let's insta read all of the files that you're allowed to read. And let's insta boil some insta noodles in the kitchen over there because, mm. you know, I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, and three rules. Number one, refer to everyone by their last names, except mm-hmm. when you need to speak about some swarthy pit fighter that you employ to kill people and uh, drives a motor scooter. That guy can only be called the asset. Number two, yeah. convince yourself that each successive guy called the asset is actually capable of killing Superman because if they don't, they're dead and Super Damon is coming after you. Number three, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the mysterious hero will absolutely always work with an attractive woman as soon as he gets a chance. Never in the history of agents like this traveling across Europe and Northern Africa in cars that have the steering wheel on the right side have any of them ever taken a buddy who was a dude. So find the girl. She'll have a pensive look on her face and she'll say practically nothing and she'll do practically nothing. So why is she even, why is she even in the mix? I don't know. I just, I I just know I want to be that guy's buddy. Why don't I get to be the buddy? I'm going to go have some noodles. Oh, noodles. I like it. Also with us finally, Brian, Jesus Christ, it's Brian Ibbett Ibbett. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Scott, put down that Ori. I'm watching through your window. Uh, all right. Uh, this uh, this uh, A lot of people are going to complain that this one sounds a little bit too much like Ultimatum Yourself by Madonna, but here it goes. I said, here it goes. I said, here it goes. <laughs> The director told me when I was hired, you've got to track down Jason Bourne. He's got no memory of his previous life, and it makes him quite forlorn. We've got him pinned down in a shopping mall by Sabaro in the food court. The shaky camera got us all messed up. I guess this time we must abort. He'll hit you with a book, then punch you through that book. We're on the right track. Maybe I saw Bourne go this way. I've got him on the phone. He knows I'm all alone. He's on the rooftop. Baby, I saw Bourne go this way. You're gonna let him get away. We won't find him another day. Maybe I saw Bourne this way. You've got to search without delay. I don't care that it's Saturday. We're on the right track. Maybe I saw Bourne go this way. Don't run away. Just tie your shoes. Go right three steps. Now tie your shoes. Now turn around and tie your shoes. Don't mention Blackbriar. Wait, did somebody say Blackbriar? Who said Blackbriar? Blackbriar? Tell me who said Blackbriar. (laughs) He's got an agent helping him hide out. She's giving him a secret code. That ain't his birthday, that's our main address 
Now we've hit the mother load. <laughs> a hundred agents stationed, all well trained. In half a click, we'll have our guy. He used a key card and he walked right through. There ain't no INFBI. He's driving a police car. I swear he won't get far. We're on the right track. Maybe I saw porn go this way. Off the roof he will drive, unhurt and completely alive. He's on the rooftop. Baby, I saw porn go this way. You're gonna let him get away. We won't find him another day. Maybe I saw porn this way. You've got to search without delay. I don't care that it's Saturday. I'm on the right track. Maybe I saw Born go this way. I saw Born go this way. I saw Born go that way. We're on the right track. Maybe I saw Born go this way. I saw Born go this way. I saw Born go that way. We're on the right track. Maybe I saw Born this way. Hey. Holy shit. Holy shit at the end there. Good Lord. Oh my gosh. Thank I don't, you. Thank you very much. I, I don't want to know how long that took you because that was a, that last I, part. I, you had finished to it up, I finished it up 10 minutes before we oh, started wow. recording. Wow. That's why one I more thing. One more thing. Go, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I want to do the Black Briar thing. Have that thing in the middle. And then, and then oh, we got to do uh, double vocals on this last part. And, nice. Yeah. You could have just wienered out the end, but you decided to go so freaking I hard. Decided, mm-hmm. I decided to go for it. Yeah, You, it you went Jason Bourne level it of crazy. Yeah. It won't all, they won't all be two and two minutes 44 seconds long we'll see <laughs> wow. we'll see the response first and then yeah, we'll make a decision then we'll make a decision exactly uh that was fantastic i gotta pad out i gotta pad out the album with some longer songs that's the problem that's right yeah when's this yeah. hitting when do we have do we have a big date for the hot new uh, uh, uh the release? new album's gonna uh, just announced on the vmas the new album is gonna drop on uh may 19th no i don't know yeah. <laughs> i don't have any no no plans we gotta give it a name too that's the other thing Something cool. Well, and we're going to have to let uh, Lady Gaga know. She just needs to. She needs to yeah. know. To yeah. be she needs to know. Do we need to? Uh, do we need to let uh, Madonna know too? No, uh, I think so. Okay. No. All right. No, okay. never let Madonna. If you want know those arms either. to come get you, yeah, no, careful. <laughs> those things will kill you. Yeah. Uh, well, as you can tell, we're talking about a Bourne movie, and in particular, the Bourne Ultimatum. Uh, this is the second to last. I always think it's the last, but it's the second to last Bourne movie featuring Jason Bourne. Okay, there we right, go. Right, right. We got we got one yeah. in between. Yeah. I was getting ready to push up my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Scott, what we have in well, between actually, is one with him in a picture on yeah. a desk. Yeah. So there's two more technically, I guess. Right. Um, and probably the second- not anymore for film sack. I feel like we've <laughs> reached a, a good conclusion. Maybe. Yeah, because I, I watched this the whole time going, we've seen this one. No, we haven't. We've seen this one. Yes, I, we have. I, I might, have yes, we have. I might watch that. I wouldn't mind watching that one with Renner. I like that movie. I know people are weird yeah. on it, but I think that Jeremy Renner movie is actually pretty good. It's decent. I need to see it again, and I don't think I've ever seen the uh, the the just Jason Bourne, the one just titled Jason Bourne. Yeah, the so. latest one, the 2016 yeah. one. Also, Paul Greengrass, yeah. kind of the same writers. Everybody's back together uh, to make that that one, but it's not as regarded as this one. This is this one is considered the best of all of them, and it is also the only one to win or even be nominated, yeah. and also win a couple of Academy Awards, mostly technical yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, editing, editing was amazing in this film. If you haven't, yeah, if you if you just stop and go, oh wow, look at this editing. That's just that's what this movie's about. Otherwise, it looks like the other ones. Yep, it does a lot like the other ones. Um, and this is I feel like it see. had a, a much tighter and real story, like a, a story mm. that I could understand and follow. Yeah, you know? 
Yeah. Right. Well, it is also because, you know, as the saying goes, uh, the movie's always green grass on the other side. Oh, mm-hmm. I see what you did. Oh, there goes one of my titles. I, I kind of been waiting for you, I know you've been waiting for a lyric. <laughs> you didn't get enough lyrics out? Just waiting for, just waiting for a setup. You, you no, didn't I didn't, enough, that one that didn't get enough wordplay already. <laughs> yeah. Not nearly <laughs> enough. I have no. so many, I have so many uh, bullets in this barrel ready to fire. <laughs> yeah. Got to let all, spend all your ammo today. Let's let Fletcher explain this movie. Uh, and it is actual Scott Fletcher. He recorded this months ago. Oh, nice. Because we were going to watch this before, and then it got pulled, and uh, we pushed it, and now we're back. So here it is. The Bourne Ultimatum. Jason Bourne dodges a ruthless CIA official and his agents from a new assassination program while searching for the origins of his life as a trained killer. His life. I like that part. Life. That's much better. I love that. So yeah. much the Bourne better. Ultimatum. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Not that I don't appreciate the other one, but that. Well, yeah, but that's the idea. You play the shitty ones, and then the idea is you're driving, you know, you're hurting Fletcher back onto his mic is the idea. That's right. That's right. Plus, you appreciate Fletcher so much more after hearing the other guy. Yeah. If you had told me before watching this movie that, you know, that it's uh, one one man against uh, one agency, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, and so that's we're going to have Jason uh, Matt Damon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, and that the agency was going to have four different stars, like boss levels. Right. I wouldn't have believed you. I would have been like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, the yeah, whole, whole thing about that. these stories yeah. is that he has an enemy. He identifies a guy that he needs to get, you know, to the bottom mm-hmm. of something mm-hmm. with. Not, yeah. not that Joan Allen and Dra- David Strathairn and Scott, and Scott Glenn, Glenn and Albert Finney yeah. would yeah, all yeah, be. Exactly. <laughs> it was just like, wow! They really think that the you know this agency could have a lot of, uh, you know, like competing and conflicting characters mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. bosses and mini bosses. Man, that was the deal. Plus, you had the like, uh, you know, the the born like people, the the other the other robot mm-hmm. men, the assets, robot yeah. men, but the assets. Oh, the assets. Yeah, assets. Love every dash. one of the assets, even though they all look the same. But yeah. whatever, they're all assets. They they're all did, like short yeah. Hair. They all exactly. got short hair, right? Little facial hair stubble. They all. <laughs> right. I guess they were all sitting around in their hotel rooms, going, "Well, I guess this is my life now." Motorola phone wait, and wait uh, for a call. at the wall. Yep. They only ever hire brunettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> True story. Sitting around waiting for a phone call. Get the call. Yep. Go get the thing. Kill it. Come back. Sit in your hotel room. Stare at the wall somewhere. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. the deal. This yeah. is the best job. It's uh, it's fascinating. Now, I, I made the mention earlier, but I, I just wanted to shout out one more time that uh, King Viserys, a.k.a. Uh, oh, I forgot the actor's name. Hold on. Patty Constantine. Patty Constantine's in this, and I love that guy, and he can do no wrong for me. He's great in everything. We loved him in Hot Fuzz right here on Film Sack. He's mm-hmm. uh, comedic. He's dramatic. He's all those things. And I think killing him early. I think killing him early sucks ass. I think he should have stayed longer. But I think it was it was I I I loved his character, but man, I love how he died. And I think part of that is because his character was so I'm I'm going. I'm going. He was kind of he was like a rabbit. And it was like I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay, but you see you see a a Superman disable Mm -hmm. four people right in front of you. Yeah, and those four people were all trying to kill you, and then. You don't do whatever that man tells yeah, you to do. Exactly. No. Whatever. Like I am gonna glue myself to freaking Superman. Like I see him do that. Yeah. It's like uh, great. How can no. I get even closer? Can I just? This, can I ride on your back, <laughs> dude? He's he's he works for the Guardian. He's a journalist and also a huge skeptic. He don't believe Nikes. He don't believe nothing. He don't believe nothing. This That's is right. a trope called "too dumb to live." Of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we've seen it so many times, but like this one, I was just screaming. I was screaming. At it's just, yeah, and I a, love that. That actually m- meant that the character was very effective. And that was, if I'm screaming at the screen, 
you have not just effective, but it's relatable. I feel like a lot of people would, yeah. would go through that process and then they would be in this hairy moment and go, I'm just mm-hmm. going, I'm going. You it's know? just so close. I can just make, I can make it. I can, it's good. I, I, I can do it. Yeah. I'm not useless. I can feel I'm that. It's a, like distress. a fight or flight kind of feeling of, of go, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I go, you can do it. <laughs> My problem is I'd freak out. It'd be like, tie your shoes. Which shoe? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, there was no, there was no way he could talk me through anything. I can't hear shit <laughs> in serious drama situations. There's totally. no way. I'm like, you your you. left. Crap, which way is left? Where, which left? left? So out. According to the yeah. trivia, they were really banging into people in there because uh, they couldn't get the filming or, you know, the, the clear the place clear out and have out. extras yeah. things. Yeah. So a lot of people are pointing at cameras if you pay real close attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they look. It's hilarious. Yeah. You can see them looking and staring. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, what's going the on here? They're probably a little bit freaked out, you know? I don't know how you get I away with be. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that was. That particular scene, I don't know where that was filmed. That may have been London. That may have been somewhere else. That's a good question because every one of these Bourne films is a globetrotter, was, right? I you want always... to say it was Waterloo Station. I was reading the production mm. on this thing. Mm. and Probably was. Let's see here. Yeah, but there were other things like they used a lot of um, – here we go. Uh, Tangier, London, Paris, Madrid um, – uh, as itself, and then Madrid also doubled for Turin. Berlin doubled as Moscow. Uh, big shout out to Baron Zemo. We didn't get to see him. Didn't get to see him dance, but that's okay. That's a shame. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say in the Wikipedia. It must be in the trivia of the uh, IMDb page saying where the what station they used. Uh, oh, so, here it is. Yeah, Waterloo, Waterloo station. station for that one, and yeah. then. I, I guess there's a, a whole sequence of him at the very, very beginning where he's uh, he jumps on a train and then jumps off the train, mm, and that yeah. was Charing Cross Station. Oh, hmm. interesting. Um, that was, by the way, strong beginning. This movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. The, yeah. I felt like I was one of those things where it's like now we tune into our regular scheduled program already in progress. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Hit the ground running. No. No. No yeah. setup. No quiet moment. Exactly. It was just like go. Yeah. The most quiet moment in the whole film is also the only time you see Jason Bourne smile, and it's not even from this movie. It's a flashback to the 2002 movie. Mm-hmm. where he's smiling with his German girlfriend. This entire movie, again, according to trivia, and I looked really close, I never saw it. He never cracked a smile again in that entire Yeah, film. and so, so I want to, yeah, th- this one, or was it one, I think, for editing, right? And it, 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 yeah, it shows. Work. I didn't even know it won for editing, and I was like, man, this is some It won three. One was editing, one was sound editing, and the other one, I don't, yeah. know, what the, I don't know what the third uh, one was. Yeah, mixing. they killed it. So sound. film editing, sound editing, and sound mixing. Sound mix, that's what it was. Okay. By the way, uh, this movie has bookends. Nah, um, the ones you get beat up with, or just uh, <laughs> stories at each end. Floating it has two two kinds of bookends, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, basically, it starts with him, um, you know, uh, being sort of, kind of captured by uh, some folks, and he, he ends up in a standoff with a, you know, like a policeman who's like right. saying, "Don't shoot me! Don't shoot me! Don't shoot!" And and he has to make the decision to not pull the trigger, and it ends with him pointing a yeah. gun at an agent that he shot, you know, they have their little exchange and it ends with yeah. born, not pulling the trigger. I feel Although, like, sh- I feel like shooting Albert Finney point blank in the face means you're going to have a way bigger mess to clean up because it's Albert Finney. That yeah. guy looks like well, he is made of like viscera <laughs> and flesh balls. And if you oh, blow yeah, his yeah. face away, that whole room is red. Don't do it. Don't yeah. shoot out. The, the character, the character has, is evolving, right? The character is taking back control of their life because he's been forced essentially uh, to kill. And now he's making decisions. And he's even asked the question to one of the other assets uh, right before he shot 
uh, and so, yeah, so that's the really good character development in this story. Also, I love some of the characters too, like the Albert Finney character. Yeah, he's great. I, I love that he's kind of a mix of something that we all can relate to and also something larger. You know, we all have the paranoia of someone controlling our lives, uh, yeah. you know, like at a governmental level or Illuminati, whatever. Anyway, um, but it also kind of reflects a little bit of a father thing where it's kind of like, get out of my head, dad, you, you know, you've, you've really scarred me for life. And I, I dug it. I, yeah. I liked it a lot. We've seen this story. We've seen that character type before, but it yeah. was played really well here by Albert. Finney. Yeah. The Brian Cox thing kind of, you know, was a little bit of that in the first movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Albert Finney always looks like he, he really opens his mouth to enunciate. Like, hey, yeah. you know, yeah. and it always looks like he shouldn't sound as clear as he does. Like they must come in with some ADR. Cause it looks like, yeah you're not wrong he's great though he's like such an old school i mean is it was he a um, i think he's irish i think he is i think that's right Right. um he i I think the the time i saw him where i loved him the most may have been big fish he plays the old dying version of uh did we ever do big fish here that's the that's the one the tall tales story i love big fish man so no scott uh fanny is from lancashire oh which is just to the northwest of manchester i might be confusing brian cox is from scotland i mean there's a there's a group of actors they're all and it's funny you brought brian cox up because they're kind of in the same they should all be hanging out the albert Mm. finney brian cox (laughs) types (laughs) There's something about yeah. all those guys, but, but yeah, Finney does sound like uh, like it's you know it's short for Finnegan or something, and that should right. be like he's uh, <laughs> Albert Finney. Yeah, Albert Finney should be Irish. Probably, you know, who I'm probably thinking of is um, the other dude who we just saw, Brendan Gleeson, and he's also oh, yeah, in yeah. that category. Like all those guys, sure, I, totally. I'll take any of them. In fact, you know what? Put them all together. Have them do a heist in Vegas. That's a movie. Oh, that'd watch. be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, but they're not known for their stage enunciation. No, they're no. not. But that's okay. Oh, and Albert Finney died. I didn't know that. He died in 2019. Yeah, his la- it looks like his last movie was in 2012. Yeah, hmm. it's unfortunate. Um, he was a little older, though. Born in 36. I don't know what that and, was. And, you know, when he died, he uh, turned into a, a big fish. Yeah. <laughs> a huge, <laughs> huge fish. Nicely done. Uh, we mentioned Paul Greengrass uh, directing here. Uh, Tony Gilroy mm-hmm. and uh, Scott Z. Burns back writing. And uh, you got your Matt Damon and uh, all your other people. Joan Allen, bigger role this time. Um, I really like David Strathairn in pretty much everything ever. Yeah. But I just yeah. saw him in a bit role on The Sopranos, and he is the biggest dick in The Sopranos. He, he plays it so well. He is just, yeah. Something about him just makes it, you just you just love to hate him. He's such yeah, a, I, love, I love that guy. He's awesome. I loved him in, what was it? Uh, Northern Exposure. He was, was he dead and lost. Well, am I getting conflated with somebody else? Uh, I don't know about Lost, but I know for, I it? just saw him in where everybody. Was he Jack's dad? Who am I thinking of? He was, he was just in a couple of seasons of, um. The Expanse was fantastic on there. Right. If you look at his IMDb photo, though, I have questions. I have. Is it because he was playing a CIA agent here, and that's why there's like a computer box over his face that's like identifying who he is? Because if you go look at his photo, why does he have this red box around his face? What's that about? That's a good question. It's like somebody took a screenshot of the facial record. I see a face, and then he just did a screenshot. That's what I'm saying. It's like zoom and enhance kind of face. I don't know why that's there. He's a big, prestigious actor. Why yeah. is your photo got a it's red like, square uh, on it? It's like your iPhone is saying, I detect a face here. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's hmm. he's great, though. Good night. Good luck. He's amazing. If anyone's uh, never seen that, you should. 2005. Mm, okay. He's been in so much stuff. Fantastic yeah. in that. 
uh, just a good actor and a guy I'm Nightmare always happy Alley. to see. You know, just put oh, him that on. That was good. Yeah. Did you guys see Nightmare Alley? We need to watch that. Totally That's weird. We can totally enough. watch Nightmare Alley. Yeah, it yeah. was great. I have not seen it yet. I would watch it here mm-hmm. if you guys mm-hmm. wanted. Sounds like Halloween. Bunch, bunch of carnies. Del, Del Toro. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it would be a good. Thing. Thing. Would be a good. Oh, that'd be a really good Halloween film. Yeah. I don't know if that's going. If it is, it's probably on H- or on Max, HBO Max. Prime. Max. It looks. I don't know. More yeah. watch options. Who knows? Prime, Amazon. Um. Also, Matt Damon and Scott Glenn. This is their second time to the rodeo. They were in Courage Under Fire in 1996 together. <laughs> and I think our chick in the bucket today. Hold on, right here. Grab a bucket. Is Scott Glenn. Uh, okay. He's one of my favorite character actors ever, and I love that guy, and I'll watch him in anything. But he comes in here, seems like a big bad for a bit, has a final phone call, and then we're done. That's the end of mm-hmm. Scott Glenn. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. talk about him anymore. No one brings him up anymore. We show uh, everyone else getting arrested. Yeah, not not Ezra Kramer. No, he's above the law. He I does guess so. He's sidelined uh, by the script, right? It it mm-hmm. specifically takes him out of like New York altogether, yeah. mm-hmm. and that way you have a person who knows a lot and has some authority, but doesn't get involved in all of the nonsense at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Who can who you can then count on to be part of like the prosecution of these people who are wrong right. and the you know like he's because this movie this movie ends with everybody is now in trouble. Like mm-hmm. it, it, even um, what's her name? Joan Allen's uh, character, like big I'm trouble, big, yeah. huge trouble, right? Yeah. Because she, uh, she's basically committed treason here. Mm. And uh, by faxing stuff. Right. So by having Scott Glenn's character sort of off to the side, you have, mm-hmm. you have a person who can, you, you he's can like the horror survivor, right? He's going to be back next time. <laughs> I, I have not read the books. According to what I had read, the Born Ultimatum movie is not related to the Born Ultimatum book. I guess that's what Jason. None, none of them are. They're all did. they're all poorly adapted, according to right. Ludlum and whoever else says stuff about this. They always say it's not. You know, these we books. just let Matt Damon do whatever the hell. He <laughs> I wants. think they just we did. Care. It's, it's like a lot run. of stuff. You adapt it and make it more movieish, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, everyone I've talked I, to who's read those books says this, this, these movies are nothing like the books, but. I am just amazed, and it's uh, it's Eric von Lustbader, by the way, for all of these. Uh, Lustbader? Yeah. <laughs> That's an unfortunate uh, name, it sounds like. I'm, yeah. I'm just amazed that uh, Robert Ludlum wrote three books <laughs> about yep. this guy and then died. And Eric von Lustbader took over and wrote like 14 books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I, just I didn't know that. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. To, it's like to be uh, a writer and get to like, <laughs> get to like take over a, a really popular thing. My, my memory of like reading them when I was in college was that at least born identity and board supremacy were like really popular. Novels. Right. Yeah. Those are huge at, at, at one time. I just remember that the, the the bigger contra or the more controversial one the ones the nerds get upset about is when someone takes over a fantasy writer's project so when wheel of time got taken over by sanderson everyone loved sanderson still does mm-hmm. but when when he died and and he took over it's all i heard about it's like i didn't want to even read the books because the controversy would be too much in my head while i read them right it's like should anyone take over should should um what's uh not arthur c clark who did dune uh uh, um, Herbert, Frank Her- Herbert, Frank Herbert. When Frank Herbert's son took Herbert. over, when Frank Herbert's son drew, you know, started writing those books, that's weird. Now the son is different. I kind of feel different yeah. about it when the yeah. when the writer is the is, is the children familial familiar. Yeah, I feel different yeah. about 
it doesn't seem like as much of a money grab. It's just like this is our family treasure, yeah. And I'm just carrying you've, it. You've uh, right, exactly. It's like uh, you've you've inherited, right. Uh, writing this i'm trying to remember the names of some of the writers who took over um after ian fleming when uh uh the bond uh, uh, novels continued um and uh i can't but that that was again another there'd be a monster shoes to fill yeah let's see monster shoes monster shoes here's some so ian Ian (laughs) fleming obviously uh jonathan cape is that one of the names oh no that's publisher uh hold on Making up names now, Scott. Um, no, I was just names. trying to find if we. John, we how about Jonathan Ryder? There was, there was one Jonathan Apple. <laughs> oh, here's a whole bunch. So from 80, 69 to seventy nine, there's Colonel Sun was by Kingsley Ames as Robert Markham. So he had a fake name. John Pearson, Christopher Wood did the last two. Oh, the Moonraker novelization. Yeah, the novelizations. Oh, that's novelization. Yeah, yeah right. those are different. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a reverse. Yeah, the new the new Bond books that I remember were written by a guy named John Gardner. Yes, John Gardner. That was the name I was trying to remember. Jeffrey Deaver. Um, those are the two. <laughs> Why did names make me laugh? <laughs> Jeffrey, Deaver. Jeffrey Deaver. Deaver. Yeah. License Scott, to Kill like and like six years old or something. License to Kill and Nobody Lives Forever are John Gardner's. Oh no, License yes. to Kill was a novelization, but the other one was. Um, I love that you keep, keep getting back. Oh, it's novelization. So he was so doing both. He did, he mixed around. So did this Raymond Benson feller. Uh he worked till 2002. He would do Tomorrow Never Dies novelization, but he also did Zero Minus Ten, which was a new book, and High Time to Kill. How many times can you take your word salad? Yeah, and, right. yeah exactly. Has to be Jessica. Uh, right. I had a, a John Gardner book, Bond book, like a paperback. It was called Never Send Flowers. And I carried that thing around. So like, I never finished it. Well, <laughs> I was about to say, so you don't know why you never send flowers then? No, no it never I got to know. the end where it explains it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. By the way, there have been. Oh, that's why you never send flowers. They there might was, be allergic. There were two. <laughs> there were two. Well, okay. Since 2018, there have been three new books, including this year in May. There was a brand new book. I didn't know this. So day or forever and a day in 2018 with a mind to kill 2022 and on his majesty's secret service 2023. Not hers, that, but his. Is that an adaptation? His okay, his. Okay. Yeah, so that's the difference. And that well, was I'm just. I'm glad to see that's finally. That just happened. Up, that was updated for, uh, for, for. For his King, pleasure? Uh, for pleasure. Yeah, for, <laughs> for King uh, Charles. There's also a Bond is Missing series that's coming out, like, currently. Um, it's, I didn't know uh, this. this is crazy. Yeah, it's, 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 they just give it away the story right up top, right? Just, yeah. Right. Uh, it, yeah, but it's this like series of books that that are coming out right now where James Bond is missing, and so these uh, you get to know these other double O agents. Hmm. I mean, that's it. Sounds interesting. I just didn't know they were still pumping out material. I thought we were just looking at an, an old oh, archive. They're going to milk. The gonna that milk feels that like it would work. Dry. It feels mm-hmm. like it would work a lot better than the uh, uh, Inspector Clouseau is missing. Uh, let's do a movie with uh, Ted Wass where he searches for Inspector Clouseau. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah, if, that. It, was, if it was my estate, if my grandpa had written right. a towering series of novels back in the day, right. I yeah. would be grasping for any money I could get. Yeah, I'd yeah. be out oh, here sure. like... Who wants to write new books based on my grandpa's work? I've got a lifestyle to upkeep. I've got a yacht to pay for. Come on. Well, I don't even know if I'd hold auditions. I just say, (laughs) you can write one. I'll publish it. Back to the, uh, to the born ultimatum. It strikes me that um, there, I just absolutely just randomly ran into this chart, but this one is like smack in the middle of your movies, of your franchise. 
but way, way, way out front in terms of accolades, score, you know, audience right. approval and all of that. I think that's kind of unusual. I'm trying to think of another. Yeah, let's part say another three being like this that doesn't usually happen. If like it's the that, last right? one, sure. Like King, you know, Return of the King right. is considered the by many anyway to be the best of the Lord of the Rings films. Um, mm-hmm. So I can see that. But the fact that there was like a weird fourth thing and then there was a technically a fifth one. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, yeah, that just made it fifth. But anyway, just if you take that entire run and say, oh, the third one is the best one, that just feels crazy. I don't know. I Maybe it's like Empire Strikes Back. Said, I don't know. I really feel like I heard that a lot after the third John Wick movie. So mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's not uncommon. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. the everyone, yeah, and I think the uh, the third Oceans movie I think is the best of the three. Yeah, I think since we're Ooh. out of the temptation to make 3D movies match with the titles, the Born 3D Ultimatum. This time it's personal. Didn't a lot of people think the third Indiana Jones movie was the the best at the time? At the time, mm-hmm. I know people who still still do. I think still people, do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people I, love God, that. I'd be one. yeah. Do I love Raiders of the Lost Ark because of the nostalgia aspect or because it's a better movie than three? Um, it's hard to say. Because I would put it above three, but I don't know why, because I love the Sean We can Connery. all agree that the, Temple of Doom was yeah. different. Well, of the, it of just the, hit different. It hit different, but I think it's a far better movie than people. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not the crap people give it. Yeah. And then but, just to make the counterpoint, I want to state we can all agree Iron Man 3 sucks. Um, yeah, well, which I one is that? Is that two? with all the That's Iron Man? Yes. That which is the, the one okay. with uh, uh, the glowy, what is extremis? And yeah. uh, I go one, three, two on that. Yeah, I would too. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think two is the worst by far. I think two uh-huh. is terrible. But I, I, uh, I just always need to justify uh, what's his name, the wrestler, uh, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. I need to justify Mickey Rourke. Let I like go. Mickey Rourke, and I don't. Yeah. I'm all about justifying. The Whiplash him. stuff was great, and the yeah. um, the uh, what's his face, uh, Sam Rockwell stuff is great, but but I think two is an inferior movie compared. By the to way, I just want to I just yeah. want to try to observe. I think the reason we're not talking so much about the details of the Bourne ultimatum is because they don't really matter. No, we've already watched We've already seen this movie three yeah. times. I mean, right, Julia like, style shows up. Somebody's after him, but yeah. he's after them instead. Yeah. It's the same. It's, but a, it's funny yeah. because I think that even though it feels like it's, it is more of the same, right? Born ultimatum just feels like more of the same for whatever reason. It feels like it's done better. Somebody yeah, uh, in perfected. chat said that they thought that there was less shaky cam. I don't, I didn't see that. It still felt like the same amount of shaky cam to me the, as the, the very as the beginning of the movie. It was shaky. And I'm like, okay, okay. I gotta, gotta prepare my eyes. Well, the, 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 the green grass shake, which is a very specific kind of shaky cam that started right. in the fi- the film prior to this one. Uh, the born supremacy, but he wasn't there for the first one. That was Doug Lyman, I think was the name. Yeah. So different, different kind of shaky cam, but born supremacy was definitely shakier than this by my shaky memory. I could be wrong. Okay. I need to, maybe I need to watch a little movie clip watch or something just to compare the two. I think think the, the quiet moments are way better than any of the rest of them. I mean, there are moments yeah. when they, they just take a pause and it is just perfect. Well, and I think that, I think that it's better because you get answers like this, the, right. the questions that have been asked throughout the whole series, you get a lot of answers in this one and the whole David Webb thing and, and, you know, his, him signing up sort of, <laughs> well, sort I mean, of we, voluntarily. Don't we, don't we, I mean, they're definitely leaving it open there because at the end of every one of these movies, he thinks he has a memory that he's remembered it completely. 
obviously being manipulated here. The person who probably shot, I can't remember. Did, did, was it really not him killing him? There's going to be something that's revealed later on, I'm sure, or was intended to be revealed later on that he didn't actually mm. commit to it. I could be I wrong. You, you read the books, Randy. Is is that more on par with the the character Jason Bourne, or do you remember? I mean, I mean, I feel like the movie really tracks closely to the character. The character, the right? Okay. Um, it's just for a movie, you don't get to, to, you don't get to like demonstrate what people are thinking so much. Right. Right. So you have to just like have them chase each other around on rooftops because that's yeah, what yeah. what happens in a movie, you know? Sure. Um, Paul Greengrass known for this style though too, right? Like mm-hmm. that's his deal. He even in something like Captain Phillips, that camera always moving. That thing is moving. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he knows how else to do it. So and that's perfect for a movie that's about someone who's on the run. Yeah, no, no, no. It want, really is. Yeah, you want to feel like you're also on the that run. that thing with the cop car. To this day, I I can't believe that stunt. That is just unbelievably cool. So, this I think that was other award this thing got for was some of the stunts. The stunt was stunts were freaking off the chain. Yeah, so good. Him jumping in Morocco between buildings through that window is still like such an amazing shot. And and um, you get it, you get it over and over. Like I I said to my kid, you get ready for this uh, jump, and then they show so many jumps. Mm-hmm. That he got bored and like well, yeah. kind of tuned out before they got to the big one yeah, where right. the camera follows him. Yeah, and I and I realized, oh right, because you're making an action scene. You don't yeah. make it only have one stunt. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> right. got a lot like, more stunts than, than yeah. one to do. But even like fight choreography was really tight. And oh um, god, I love the fight choreography. It was some of the best. Yeah, I not felt really. Like a, I would. Are are, are, right. are any of us like opposed? I don't. I'm not opposed to shaky cam as a as a way of conveying intenseness doesn't i think it's fine doesn't bother me doesn't bother maybe me. on a huge screen like in a theater up mm-hmm. close or right. whatever it'd be now like, when it's done poorly yeah. it's shit but that's anything that's done poorly but i think if it's done with a deft hand like i think what's done here yeah i enjoyed it yeah Greengrass has got the he's got the edge man he's, he's really got good. the shade he dr- how much caffeine do you think he drinks do you think he holds the camera is he is it, is it him or do you think it's his cameraman <laughs> it's what just it? it's really just espresso espresso shake espresso. right he's yeah, just yeah basically espresso for it. everyone yeah we're gonna get this thing made <laughs> by the way there's no x it's espresso espresso we're you, doing the espresso <laughs> Changed We're it all again. doing it. Change it again. Put a new thing on it. I like uh, it. Espresso. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, espresso. you know, I feel like it's a little closer. You're We're getting the close espresso. Get. The espresso will be here in five minutes. <laughs> I, uh, I just think he seems, he's always smiling, this director, although this shot I just gave you guys is not smiling, but uh, he's just a, he just seems like someone cool to work with. And he likes really, he likes important topics. His United 93 movie still. Oh, my gosh, yeah. it's so good. The topic's hard to deal with, but yeah, the movie. Yeah, it took yeah. me forever to watch it because I just was like, yeah. I don't think I can do it. It took me like mm-hmm. five, six years to watch it. But mm-hmm. I finally did, and I really liked it. Um, I still haven't seen News of the World or 22 July. Uh, 22 well, July is like that uh, mm-hmm. that shooting in Sweden thing. Yeah. He's yeah, really, he likes those. Well, Captain Phillips, same deal. World. That one I need to see. Yeah, yeah, I meant to, meant to see it. It just didn't. Anyway, he's great, and I feel like he's an auteur in some ways, uh, certainly Absolutely. with action, and I, I love it. If he said tomorrow that, hey, I'm going to revive the, we're going to do the Born thing again. I don't remember how the last one ended, so maybe you can't. I don't remember if. I, I think you can. I think you wherever you want to. I think you reboot it. You you could do whatever you want to. We've seen in other formats, right? It's not just at the theater with the, with the yeah. green grasses. I'd right? be down yeah. with it, though. I'd be down for a for more and, of this uh, and jason Bourne, the the last mm-hmm. one you're talking about the fifth movie yeah. has tommy lee jones so 
Oh, Maybe right. we should sack what? it. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, he's the um, that. He's the CIA director or something, right? Like a yeah. big shot. Dude. Does he does he get the outhouse doghouse speech? Because <laughs> boy, somebody was channeling that in this one mm, every should. time. Yeah, uh, a couple of people, and David Strathairn is shockingly up to the task of this character. Oh, absolutely. I, I was like, I wonder if he's going to be like a little nerdy. No, no, he's just mm-hmm. loud. Yeah, loud, imposing. Yeah. Oh, that had yeah. Alicia Vikander in it too. I forgot about that. Not really that oh, long yeah. ago, twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, I love her. She's great. She's also the new Laura God. Croft, but I haven't seen. I'll her tell yet. you. Oh right. I yeah. Yeah. I just don't know how the the one thing that I do love about the first three Bourne Ultimatum movies is or the not the Ultimatum but anyway the Bourne movies the things I loved about it is Julia Stiles. I you love like their. Yeah. I love yeah. Matt Damon's. Will they? Won't they? Julia Stiles. Will they end, won't they end up together? Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't because this one? This one's the big reveal that they were they 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 were a were they before he was right. before when it was David Webb. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Just and oh deal. man, I love her. I love how she kept looking at him. There's, right, so there's so it's so expressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's this trope here where uh, she keeps staring at him with this mm-hmm. pensive look, and then you find out at the end, right? Why? Why yeah. is she like this? Because she didn't just say anything all these times. They've had a chance right. for her to say something. It's it's a it's a little it's, stretch. Is it right? Like, well, I know it's, it's they, they kind of play along the whole time because it's like, well, they want they, but is it romantic or is she look? Because she talks about the assets, and you can tell she's very apprehensive. She realizes she's involved in a situation where these people are seriously broken and they're seriously dangerous. She knows how dangerous this guy is, but even. Even she doesn't realize it until she actually sees, oh, my God, he's killing the guy in the bathroom, and I'm watching. Mm-hmm. But great performances by uh, Julia Stiles. Loved it. It was so good. Yeah, she's always – I always like her and stuff. Mm-hmm. They didn't give her a lot to say, though, which kind of bums me. No, out. they yeah. did. But like I said, sometimes you don't need that. Her expressive uh, acting was so good. You don't need somebody to say a bunch of stuff. She, she would just – she did it very well. Yeah. She I was did. reacting. That's the word. She wasn't acting. She, she was, was reacting, reacting, Scott. That's right. <laughs> Never forget. Um, I also, I wrote down here that I didn't really like when they would do the, when he's trying to grapple with memories of hanging out with Albert Finney. Uh, I hate that weird, choppy, slow-mo oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Bad, oh, bad yeah. memory cam. Yeah. It reminds you as a, it reminded me as a viewer that there's something going on that they're never going to explain. And that is, how do you, uh, take away a person's memories and give them uh, training that right. you know. Like I just like they're never going to explain it. Yeah, they're, they're they, not going to even try. You're right. It's, it's almost better fiction. that they don't though, because then I don't have to. You know, I never really have to think about it too much because they haven't no. shown their cards. And they and they wave their hands a lot. You know, it's like oh, there was uh, a lot of waterboarding and dunking and some electricity that you could hear. There was trust us. We we brainwash this guy real good. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. yeah. He's not smart now. <laughs> no, he's not smart. But he's fast. Oh, he's super fast. Yeah. I, I was saying over and over, this guy has leveled up his cardio to max level. Like right. of, yeah. of all the things that, that Jason Bourne could be, right. he is a superior athlete first and foremost. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. In every every conceivable way. It's, a, it's less about finesse in the fight itself, but more about the parkour getting out of there or in there. Like right. that's where, and they really also strong. made him the one too. I thought that was interesting. I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. You were the first. I'm like, oh, okay, so that means he's the one, right? He's the proto. So everybody else is just proto copies. asset. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's proto ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
He's like 46 or five or something in this shot I just put in from the last film. The, yeah, Freaking the, Matt the Damon would get ripped for this role. Yeah, yeah, he could do good. And then he'd go on to do something where he was kind of pudgy and weird. And then he would that, go. Uh, shrinking or not shrinking, whatever it was called. Where, uh, downsizing. Downsizing. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I, I have respect uh, for that. Didn't Charlize Theron finally say that she wasn't going to subject her body to any more of that bullshit? Going oh, I don't. Up and I, down hadn't heard. Stuff. I hadn't heard. Or, or was yeah. I I respect actors who finally get that point. It's like no, bump this crap. Yeah, I'm not going to get all fat and skinny depending on your needs. I'm just going right. to hire me for my acting. Done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done. Oh, um, uh, that was stated by uh, uh, w- w- the reader uh from Titanic. Um, oh, okay. Kate Winslet. Oh, oh, Kate Winslet. Kate okay, Kate Winslet, who said she was never ever again gonna. Christian Bale is dangerous when he does that, as well as Charlize Theron. They both seem super dangerous with with that type of body. Well, he, I don't think he can do it do. anymore without actually yeah. harming himself. Because when you get to a right. certain age, your metabolism's gonna scary kick your ass. Kick you, your ass. You walk out. With, metabolism. You walk away with those things with weird stuff like heart conditions and stuff that yep, just from yep. massive weight just loss alone. Permanent, permanent damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a doctor tell me that they had a perfectly healthy patient who went crazy and tried to lose a pound a day for thirty days. Oh my! That's, they, too, that's too much, oh. dude. And they did it. Oh. And by the end of it, they oh, had uh, diabetes, uh, yeah. a weird heart arrhythmia, some other thing. The guy was in his mid forties or something. Oh, all these problems, so, and it was all because of. Too fast, too much, too fast. Don't do it. Sounds yep. absolutely horrible. Um, I got a pen here. Did you? Did you say how he did it? <laughs> right. <laughs> he ate pens, so good thing he got he a pen. Oh, no, good, good. That's a start. Yeah. He cut off. He cut Thick off a pound diet. a day. It was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just use the Xacto knife. Love yeah. It. Uh, flesh. Yeah. It's also interesting that um, the daytime stuff in New York City. Most of these. Okay, so most movies like this, there's a lot of nighttime shit to hide a lot of the. I don't know. I don't know what you're even hiding, but but to do all the stuff they did in pure daylight in New York City with people around that look like a busy day in New York yeah. really works for me. It adds to this mm. like intense sort of, yeah, there's a population you got to worry about here. And it felt more real here than most movies where they try to have a fight. Like I remember at the end of Heat, which I love. I love Heat. Heat's one of my favorite movies of all time. But when sure. they're out there having that shootout, that place is a, there's nobody there. Like it's just... Yeah empty and i don't i don't i don't hate the movie it doesn't for it but feel right but it doesn't feel genuine right this always, felt real imagined. and dangerous and people and stuff and kids and mm-hmm. cars <laughs> you know there's these huge studio lots in los angeles right where there there's a very high wall surrounding like city buildings that are only used for shooting movies and tv shows right mm-hmm. and i always just imagine on the day they're going to shoot an a uh, uh, chase scene like this in on one of those lots like that there's a guy standing out on the street like handing out fifty dollar bills like come <laughs> be in a movie we're just asking you to walk. come in step right up yeah, in a movie yeah, come on yeah. not a pre- espresso for days espresso come on in we're gonna- <laughs> you really just really on that espresso aren't you? Yeah. Just, uh, i love it i want to go to a coffee shop with brian and have him order yeah. an and have it please order for me brian that's right please yeah, order me the espresso get me an espresso uh, but, uh, what was I going to say? Okay. I have a, I have a, I have a, um, this is more philosophical. Okay. So I got this question. All right. Don't. Okay. The point of these movies is, oh, we shouldn't have, we've gone too far. We've played God. We've made, we've made these super soldiers. Uh, mm-hmm. but what have we, but 
de- to, we've to made what somebody, detriment? We have to stop something that we've made unstoppable. Right. Yeah. We've made this is a mistake. Like that's the big banner here is that this was a mistake. Well, don't these movies actually prove that it worked? <laughs> because yes. yeah, yeah. because he is so unstoppable and so formidable and survivable. The super soldier program you're all thinking yeah. is wrong it actually freaking worked. I mean, it may have all these knock on horrible effects, but. At the end of the day, it, it, it worked, except for a guy who right. lowered his gun. I guess he kind of screwed up, you know. But it, all, it all comes yeah. down to you. Don't, the the major uh, faux pas is that you think you can control something that you've unleashed, right? All right. of this is right. is that it's, it's the atomic bomb. You think you can control it? No. Once you've put it out there, it's out there. Yeah, and genie out of the bottle kind of deal, right? Yeah, yeah. You made a dinosaur. You thought you could keep him in cages. Guess what? They just ate you. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, but you could see Everything the value in it. Like I could understand why Absolutely. you could get rubbed or uh, drug into uh, being a government and going, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sign off on this because this is yeah. gonna be a way to never lose. We're, our special ops teams will never ever fail." Like I, I get why that people, would be a thing, I right? Get it. And we have real people in our government that think like this. It's like at all, you know, all cost, whatever, whatever it takes to get the thing done. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And if they could do, do this, they would but it, but also Absolutely. we don't know i think the books brandy you could correct me on this i guess but i think the books get way more into how they make these guys don't I, don't they I don't i i mean like so yeah i vaguely remember this big long sequence about jason Bourne in you know in the process right because yeah. like uh he was told he had to kill another man and when he didn't kill the other it's all depicted oh, in this movie right <laughs> and, and that's the thing like i'm like it's because the, i just watched this movie and they depicted it right with the the guy with the bag over his head and we're gonna torture you until you kill him mm-hmm. like i don't was that in the books i think it was in the books i feel like i remember uh reading that but Some i don't form know. of that yeah but like i you know is it a chemical thing is it a uh you know. Oh no! I mean, we've been doing this. No, for, we we've been doing this forever. Like uh, breaking people, brainwashing them. Oh, we've been doing that since. What, sure, World but War this particular II, story Project is ultra whatever. In yeah. in this this particular story is bullshit. It's just bullshit. It's oh, just like yeah. It's just like we're just claiming this science fiction surgery. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely hand waving the realities of what all of that. Uh, you know that what the MK Ultra or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. kind of idea so yeah it's definitely they, more for the movie they make it seem because like the you're reality going, is probably kind of yeah uh boring and and it, exactly right it has to be played up because it's in reality it's, it right. seems like they're saying okay uh hey you're hey david we're calling you jason now come through this door and you'll never remember anything after this is done and you've agreed to it so come on in and then and then the movie says, "We're not showing you that shit. Forget it." Yeah, so you would be you would be repulsed. We're yeah. here to entertain. How about we have Matt Damon beat a guy up with a book? That'd be badass. Let's do that. <laughs> I do, love when you I love and I when he smashes the book. His foot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a what a great weapon. You never think of a book as a good weapon, but yeah, no, yeah. it's the ultimate weapon. You this is this is making a statement. Mm-hmm. This movie's making a statement. The way you really fight. Is with knowledge. Yeah. Well, and it's coming right after the transporter movies and so many right. other things, right? And so, like, they can't, you can't want, there's a point where you can't want up anybody anymore. And you just right. have to go old school and have two men in a bathroom in Tangiers, like <laughs> fighting to the death. Where sink and uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 with no and music, by the way, me. just just sound effects and grunting. That's it. I like yeah. that. It, every every time I've ever seen it, it never loses the effect on me the effect 
of our, uh, I guess, kind of anybody, really any character who chokes out another person and you watch that slow mm. choking out. Mm hmm. That is always the most engaging and disturbing thing I ever see in a film, and it's always yeah. effective to me. It's like, oh my god! Have you guys yeah. killing have you, somebody? Do you guys have a so... mainstream, like non-gory movie version of a death that affected you in a pretty gnarly way that you've ever seen? Right, like that kind of it, thing. I, I, I have thing. one, but I want. I think to ask No around. Country for Old Men. The whole every time he kills somebody, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, that's that was pretty serious good. Shit that was so there. That was pretty yeah. good. Oh. Mm -hmm. For me, it's the knife kill in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Funny enough, oh, yeah. Damon yeah. Movie. Sure. When he's slowly having the... I can never remember that actor's <laughs> name. Um, yeah. yeah, and he's just watching him the whole time. And he's going, wait, 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 wait. And that guy's just... The German is slowly inserting that knife yeah. into his chest. I never Slow quite got past that. That was hard. Oh, God. That is I really think that's hard. the reason... I, You know... Whenever I think about dying and I think about like, oh, what if I died in a plane crash? And it's like, oh, I wouldn't care about actually, you know, if, the, if we blew up in the air, that's not going to bother me. I'll yeah, be dead. you don't Who want cares? that long, like, I, exactly. it's feel like an interminable amount of time that you're approaching the ground. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I don't like about you being choked out. I'm like, oh, my God, you have to sit there and experience that the whole time going, no, 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 no. And yep. no, I don't like that. That bothers me. No, yeah, I don't like no. it either. It's just there's something about a slow it's slow. Ooh. Even though it's no time really in, in it's really, not that not much yet. time. It's like, right. let's say it's right. 30 seconds. Well, you, you experience a ton of non, non important 30 second chunks of time during every day of your life. But this right. one piece of 30 seconds is going to be. Yeah. You try to hold your breath and look at the last thing. 30 seconds right before you can't do it any further. Those last 30 seconds are forever. Yeah. It's like you're uh it's like you're a, uh, uh, in Dr. Strange and you've uh, left your body and you're out there going, well, I've extended this period. Yeah, yeah. Across decades. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm oh, sorry, like I don't. It. I think I found a sound effect of this sound of the plane. Let's let me, let's just play and freak everybody out. Hold on. Yeah, I don't want to hear any of this. Oh no. no! Is that like uh, is that lost? <laughs> Speaking of lost. Yeah, when they're all that's perfect example, right? That yeah. them yeah. bouncing around and hearing that sound and the back half. And then you see off. the back half split off. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk about another. So that's more of a mass death, but. That's the thing I can't get out of my head is a back end of a plane flying off. And I think lost yeah, first time yeah. I saw that. Uh, yeah. You know what? That's not true. What's the one where the soccer players eat each other? Hungry. Alive. Alive. <laughs> Hungry. Yeah, I like that if as a better title. Had, if you just had to finish the sentence, eat each other. <laughs> yeah. Alive, Scott? Are you looking alive. for alive? Yeah, exactly. Looking for alive. <laughs> <laughs> that movie had that well, happen. They didn't eat each other alive. They did no, kill they didn't. the person that they ate. But <laughs> Yeah. They went for the butt meat first. I'll never forget so that they either. they could stay well, I mean, alive. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's, the, it's the healthy, it's the, fatty. It's the, uh, it's the rump. It's the best part, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're going to eat part of a dead body, go for the butt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I butt say. steak. Yeah, Chili doesn't steak. come from the butt. Yeah, avoid the hole though. Don't go there near oh, that. Oh gosh, mm. yes. yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, I'm not eating your. I'm not eating the armpit. That's that's all you. That's you. <laughs> this meat tastes like ass. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine eating an armpit? No, no. no. Oh Ugh. shit! What I got here late? Now I got to eat the armpit. This yeah. is crap. Well, <laughs> no, we already sooner. ate that. Yeah, show up right. sooner, Let's... dude. You're sitting in the plane munching on whatever. <laughs> that you movie. Know what's weird. What's weird about we're talking about the difference between. Things you'll never forget because they're so realistic, yeah, and right. things you'll never forget because they're like outrageous. Like they're there's some you, you like uh, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> there's so many examples. All right, um, but like um, Leonardo DiCaprio jumping off a cliff in Revenant. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. And like so good. I, I'm like, wow, I will never forget this. I could I could see. I've only seen it one time, yeah. and that mm -hmm. sequence is burned in my brain. Yeah. But it didn't stick with me because I. I'm like worried 
right, <laughs> you know, right. it, just, it stuck with me because it's ridiculous. It's outrageous that a, a man would survive throwing himself off a cliff. Yeah. And, you know, a movie like this, there's things that stick with you because they're very realistic. You feel yeah, very much yeah. like, oh, I, I could experience that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was what about, um, what about when they shot Marvin in the face? What do you think about that? Was Marvin? Well, you didn't you? see it. Oh, right. You right. Just see the splatter, right? right? Yeah, right. That's and true. That's but like I could see it because I could imagine. Your mind. Right. right. <laughs> we don't talk about like a T Rex eating a person in Jurassic Park in these terms, right? Because right. it's outrageous. It's not something that your brain goes that could happen to me. <laughs> yeah. you know yeah there's like a pri- there's primal fear in it but not not a fear where you're like when you leave the movie you're going to be looking around every corner about dinosaurs biting lawyers off toilets right you're not thinking of it that way anymore but in this case i could wish a, gu- a book to the face <laughs> or a choke out in a shower these feel like they're yeah. closer to possible yeah and yeah, i think that's what, what gets you or a knife to the chest slow german knife to your chest oh my god plus it appeals to my oh if i could just train long enough or hard enough I could be smart enough to run across building tops and grab clothes off clotheslines so that I can wrap my hands up so I can, I can, you know, alley oop myself over top of uh, some glass. It's very true. You're absolutely right. You actually could. It's, but it's more than just the training of like being able to do that. It's the training of like, all right, let me think eight steps ahead of where I'm at. Like, let me not just think about the gap I have to jump now. Right. But what's on the other side of that gap and what's further down? Do I need the momentum of jumping the gap to do something else to to, to this? And, mm. and that's the hardest thing. Yeah, he's playing StarCraft from up above while the rest of us are down in the scrum. We can't see <laughs> yeah. what's going on. And how on. many, what is it, actions per second? He's on like 25 actions per second. I'm yeah, on like right. three. Yeah, or, yeah, his APM or whatever it's called is off the charts. <laughs> right, yes. Wait, is it minutes or seconds? Yes. Is yes. it minutes? Yeah. Minutes? It's not exactly. seconds? Minute. I thought yeah. it was seconds. Yeah. Okay. It's not seconds? I thought it was seconds. not seconds? Are you it's sure it's not? Yes. APM. Yeah, it is APM. APM. It's not APC? Yeah. yeah. All right, I, then he's on 100 APM. I'm on three. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's reasonable. Yes. Yeah, it still works, but I also yeah. thought that yeah. was seconds. Um, well, anyway, yeah, like he, when he's telling him to tie his shoes at the right time and turn here and go left and do yeah. the thing and run yeah. down the thing, like that, that's not... I can't do that. The fact that he's able to do that for the other guy that he's watching yeah. as he's also evading the same people. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's when it like, gets to the next really, level. Yeah. You know, you always think about, or I always think about video games and like the games where you have to use your, oh, your Jesus. analog joystick to give your team commands. Yeah. While you're yeah. also attacking, oh. it's like <laughs> imagine it. if you had to, yeah, exactly. So it's basically an escort quest with uh, yes. you actually having to give verbal commands. Oh yeah. my god, that would right. be uh, yeah. it'd oh, be brutal. Geez. It'd be almost not worth it, you know. Yeah, forget it. I quit. Yeah, I'm out. Um, but yeah, I did. You know, as an overall, I think this movie's very good for what it is. I especially like it. for what it is, because um, in a way, it's almost like, hey, what if we took all the shit we've already kind of done, and mm. we just sort of do it again? But, you know, we get a little more story and we get a little more revelation for the character. But really, it's still sort of just a series of rooms and escapes and car, yeah. car wrecks yeah. and st- and somehow have it elevate itself above the entire rest of the series. It's it's kind of remarkable. Yeah. If I was to go back again, uh, the next time I'm going to watch any Bourne movie that's not the next two, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be just this third one. There's no sense in watching the first and second one. As a matter of fact, a lot of the second ones in this one. So I'm like, I'll just. Yeah, it's a good this, point. This fine. I miss that German fine. actress lady. I, I forgot her name. But other than oh, that, yeah, so I was, I I was just about to say the one thing from the first two movies that's so interesting is their relationship. How it really makes you feel like the story is about this guy getting out of the agony that he has been mm-hmm. forced into. Yeah. And, you know, she's like his salvation and they're, they become like 
a normal couple who mm-hmm. I don't know they work at a coffee shop or something, and it's like yeah. that's a that's a really interesting little story to me, and I would miss that if if you know I mean, they sum it up real quick. It. They sum it up real quick, and even <laughs> yeah. visits his. They even visit the brother who was a chicken in the bucket to me because I was like, oh, I actually recognize this actor. He's definitely going to come back and be pissed because Jason let his his sister die. No, he just mm-hmm. disappeared. Yeah. Do we have sorry, a um? Do we have a favorite uh, Jason Bourne or not Jason Bourne? Sorry, Matt Damon movie for everybody. Does everyone have one that jumps out? Like I'm, I'm part I'm God. partial to The Martian and a few others. I was going to say The Martian. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I mean again, you know, the Ocean series. I think he's a great. He is your he's your um, your everyman that kind of comes into it, even though he's just like an expert um, uh, thief, uh, mm. Mm. pocket pocket picker. What's the term? That I'm looking for? <laughs> pocket picker, pocket expresser, pickpocket. <laughs> I guess I could just put the I could just put the words in the opposite order and have the word picker I'm picking of. I like pocket, pocket picker's fun to pocket say. Pickpocket. I like. I'm it. a pocket picker. I like it. Uh, but like that, that's his basic thing that he brings to it. But he also comes into the group without knowing anybody he's brought in and that's kind of like your your every man the the uh, he's the representation of the audience in the ocean series i really like that yeah he's great and yeah the martian sure. yeah i mean as far as like yeah, main I just, role i think martian's really strong i think i thought that elysium movie was cool this may be my favorite character he plays i think yeah. i'm mad to say that with the born borns yeah and, they're pretty uh, great now man. if it's favorite character i gotta go with 30 rock because uh, uh because liz I lemon has, that one liz lemon has a string of bad boyfriends and he's yeah. the only good one or the he's only a, like reasonably average one and he's a pilot he's, yeah he's a Maybe. pilot named carol yeah. and he's so perfect in that show like they couldn't have cast yeah. it better yeah um, and it ends so well too i love I mean, it his character in Interstellar too is just like uh, Stellar. Uh, Interstellar. Yeah. I know, but you're going to say his his performance. Oh, it's Stellar. Stellar. No, I just say it's such a departure from oh, okay. uh, what you're used to seeing from Matt well, Damon. I well, and if you yeah. haven't seen it, uh, let's stop talking right anymore. now. Exactly. Because, yeah, yeah. Sort of stop. You don't because, even know. Like, you don't even know it's well. Yeah, I saw it recently. <laughs> stop, stop I don't right want to say it either. I won't say it. I, I won't but, say anything. It's but, great though. We'll stop right there. But, but Scott, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, let's just say he has a credit in that movie, and it's worth seeing. Go see that movie, everybody. Wait, what's, what's interesting to me is that uh, Damon is so good at playing a character like that, where you just assume a bunch of backstory the instant you see him. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, like in the in the Martian, the instant you see him, you've got all of this backstory. Yeah, for head. good or for because ill. I, even in that the final duel. Um, He's such Ooh, a it's such a mixed like thing about the characters, the way that they're portrayed. It's the whole point of the movie, and I don't want to give that away either. People should see that movie, but man, he he had the ability twice in that movie for me to to acknowledge or assume tons about him. Like the first time I met him, I went, "Oh, I think I understand this guy," and then I get to see him from a different light, and I go, "Whoa, I think I understand this guy." And it was two totally different guys. Like, he's really yeah. good at that. Like he's actually well, really it, good at it. You know, and that his acting for me goes like all the way back. Like he was like this as a teenager, as an actor. And I think, um, it's kind of surprising that he hasn't become more than he has. Like, I feel like Matt Damon could have, and still can become like a serious prestige movie actor. I mean, he kind of is, he's in Oppenheimer. He's in interstellar. Like we mentioned, those are pretty big. He was in, I mean, the Martian was a huge movie that all these Ridley Scott movies. I mean, he kind of is, you know, I mean, it yeah. may not be like, I don't know, it's not DiCaprio working with Scorsese level, but it's pretty damn big. Um, I would say, too, that uh, 
I, I don't understand this. Can we talk about this for just a second? All right. This is a thing I need to understand. They make a movie called We Bought a Zoo. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, That's what and, I was and people give that thing shit all the time. But every time I look at like cumulative scores or overall ratings or even just individual reviews from users or otherwise, that movie is people like that movie. Yeah. So okay, why so was it movie, so right? why was it so ripped right. on? What Two was things. the deal? Two things. Number one, everyone decided the year before that that they hate Cameron Crowe and Cameron Crowe can never do anything good again. And mm-hmm. that has that has been borne out, sorry, over the <laughs> last decade. <laughs> Everything what, what, Cameron Crowe does from We Bought a Zoo onward gets just trashed. Why mm-hmm. is that? What happened there with mm-hmm. Cameron Crowe? That's pro- that's pro- that would be a very interesting thing to try to unpack, like on a special episode of Filmside, because like there's a there's a certain thing right that happens to like a band like Coldplay, yeah. where you just get too you get too overexposed, many. yeah, because yeah. he's but, only recorded two things, sorry, three things: Aloha, Roadies, which is a TV show, and then a Stevie Nicks show them the way short thing uh, music video probably since yeah. we bought a zoo so it's not like he's been cranking away on a bunch of stuff i mean he went from vanilla sky to elizabeth town then a bunch of video shit and then we bought a zoo i don't know i guess i don't understand the trajectory but i i kind of want to see this now because the, the name of the movie is like it's one of the best examples ever of if they had just come up with a normal name that doesn't make people think it's a silly family farce you know yeah right because titles were, matter they do. Like they really these do. reviews are always like so glowing. It's like a lot of heart and humanity makes this a delightful, inspiring, poignant autobiographical tale, notable too for its peerless lead actor Matt Damon. Uh, this movie is an un, un let's see, untold gem. Blah blah blah. Like people love this thing. I don't know. I'm just saying. I think I let the bias get the best of me, and I skipped. We bought a zoo for no good reason. No good reason. You should watch it right now, right after this. No, I, I got to do a show with you. Right <laughs> I can't maybe, do that. Maybe maybe we should pack it sometime. I uh, think we should totally sack it. I'd be fine. I'd be down. I've never seen it either. Yeah. So is this good? That's a perfect sackable reason too. It's like let's let's yeah. demystify let's this find thing. Out. Let's see why it's yeah exactly. Yeah, I'd I'd do that. Clips here. We got clips, folks. Oh, you got clips. Yep. Cool. I don't know if you've heard of these or ever seen us doing before, but this is a thing. This is a thing we do. Please tell me none of the clips mention Blackbriar. Blackbriar. Nobody. I know. Oh my god. Mention Blackbriar. None of them do. Okay, good. I, I want ice cream though. This like a is that an ice cream? Like Briar ice Black cream. Briar. <laughs> it, sounds, it does sound like Black Briar now yeah, that you say yeah. it. Well, yeah. there's Briars, I guess, right? Maybe but, yeah. so. That's maybe where that's where the confusion in my brain is. Black Briar, bam, bam. All right, Black Briar, bam, bam. <laughs> do it. Uh, let's do this one. This is a. Uh, this is important. People, listen up. This is a full priority situation. Oh, David Strathairn giving us full priority. Full priority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what a partial priority looks like. Yeah. Uh, you can get around to it later. Yeah. Whatever. Here's a stark warning. These people will kill you if they have to. Oh, my Lord. They will? Shit. Well, if they don't have to. Um, here's House of the Dragon guy. Love him. Was it Blackbriar? Is that what this is? Black, what's Blackbriar? Treadstone of Great. My source told me it all started with you. I take it back. I did say Blackbriar today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I forgot I captured that. Totally forgot. I actually avoided it. I, in oh, my head, really? oh, I avoided hilarious. it. Yeah, but I think I started avoiding it later and forgot I already did it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Geez, Scott. All right. How about this one? Dirty little secret. Dirty little secret. He's great. I just love him. Can I get more House of the Dragon, please? I loved that series yes. so freaking much. Uh, I mean, he's not. Yeah, well, so good. go watch it. I don't want to <laughs> just Scott yeah. with the spoiler. One more spoiler. Um. All right. It's him. Oh, it's the famous line. Jesus Christ. 
That's Jason Bourne. I love I love well, which uh, is it? memes where where people show like a home video of somebody, you know, doing something really crazy in their backyard and then they tack that on the end of it. I love that. Yeah. It's great. Uh, here we go. This should have been the theme of the whole movie right here. God damn it. Get a backup team in there. That's all, that's what they did over Why and over. Why like a Muppet there? Yeah, yeah. Get a backup team in there. Hey, you guys, I'm a Muppet. Let's get a backup team in there. <laughs> this is a slide of us. Oh. <laughs> all right. What the hell happened? What the hell just happened? I don't know stuff everything was going off the rails all the time in that little cia office with all the computer people just oh, always yeah. just like oh shit put it on the main screen uh, talk to kramer says this lady do you want to tell me or should i call kramer and ask him having the keys to jerry's apartment that kept yeah. in a fantasy world yeah a little kramer there I'm glad you I, I understand opportunity mm-hmm. i understand referencing kramer as i'll tell dad because right. scott glenn is a scary guy yeah, to he me is. yeah I just like yeah. it, like when he if if he's the heavy, I'm a feared. Yeah, feared. He is the dude who uh, when people always say who are your run-ins with celebrities, um, I usually either mention more recently the crusty space hands uh, John Delancey yeah, John moment. Delancey. Yep. But I had this time in I was probably 19 or 20 in a in a uh, airport, Salt Lake International Airport, mm-hmm. and Scott Glenn showed up on a plane came off the plane you could tell it was him and he wasn't like a huge star or anything which is why i thought this was funny at the time because you don't really need to hide yourself but he pulled this coat hood thing up over his face and ran past everybody just ran oh, really yeah <laughs> and i remember thinking because at the time the biggest thing he had done it was like silverado or something and i remember thinking dude you don't have to you know yeah. no one knows you're not there yet <laughs> yeah it's like the uh, the uh, johnson we got johnson here see nobody cares it's like that. Yeah. yeah nobody cares I just want to, and I just want to say, like, I don't think people know what a miracle it was that a single movie had Scott Glenn, Kurt Russell, Robert De Niro, Donald Sutherland, J.T. Walsh in it, mm-hmm. and that's Backdraft. Yeah. Oh, I and, watched part of that the other day. Dude, Backdraft rocks. I do too. Yeah. And boy, yeah. it has not held up, but it is really good. Oh, it holds up fine. It's good. No, we. What, what about it. it doesn't hold up? Yeah. Right. Oh, I just, I don't. It just, it just didn't have <laughs> everything. I just watched the whole time. I was like, oh, this is not nearly as good as I remember. That's all I remember about it when I was watching. So time to watch like, it here is what you're saying. It is absolutely time to watch it here. I'll maybe put it some on the of list. The, yep, do it. Yeah, Backtrap. we've been talking about it forever, and we should do it. It was maybe right after Silence of the Lambs-ish time when mm-hmm. he ran past. So maybe he thought his star was on the rise, but no one knew oh. Scott Glenn was in the airport. Anyway, he was great in The Leftovers. Do you remember that role? That was great. He was mm-hmm. good in E.T.? Yeah. Daredevil, st- he was stick. Wait, he was stick, an ET. Right? He was an ET. Yeah, Scott Glenn was Keys. No, that's a different actor. That ain't him. Uh. Yeah, you're thinking of someone else. Who am I confusing with Scott Glenn? Then hold on a second. Um, what's that guy's name? He played old hint. Well, oh, Peter Coyote. I totally am getting Peter Coyote and Scott Glenn confused. Wow, yeah, they're, they feel similar. like the same person. <laughs> they do feel like the same person. They're yeah. very similar. Wow. Cut from the wow. same. Cut from the same hickory stick. Those two guys. It totally. Yeah. 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 Like Probably big, like twenty years apart in age. <laughs> my big problem is that Scott Glenn sounds like John Glenn, and Scott Glenn was an astronaut in a movie. Yeah. And jeez, the right stuff. I loved that movie when it was on. Or when it was new. I shouldn't say when it was on. It's on whenever you want it to be on. But uh, I thought it was great. Oh, it's funny. 
Scott Glenn does not have his year of of birth uh, on his Wikipedia page. There is no you, your business. You cannot tell how old Scott Glenn is. You can tell he was born on January twenty sixth, but not not what year. I bet you it's because they don't know how old the tree is that he came from. I they, think they, they have to cut Scott Glenn open and count the rings, basically. Yeah. So it's right in the beginning of his IMDb bio. It says he was born oh, in nineteen thirty nine. I wonder. Okay. I wonder if there's like a. <laughs> a misattributed source. That's something. weird because yeah, his okay. his Wikipedia also no no date. Yes, that's what Brian. That's what oh, you said. Oh, yeah. I thought you said IMDb, IMDb listed, but Wikipedia doesn't. So 1939, that would make him. Uh, let's see, 61, <laughs> 61 in 2000. So 61 plus 23 is uh, 84. 84. So three years older than um, man uh, than Peter, uh, Peter Coyote. Coyote. Okay, yeah. that's amazing. I would watch yeah. those two do stuff. Let's go. Totally. They, they should play brothers. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Lost, long lost brothers and something. Yeah, let's get that done. But like, but man, that means he was in his 70s working on Daredevil. He was great as stick in that. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. And the Defenders. What's he doing now? He's got more shit going on. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, he's in, uh, let's see. What's the hill? He plays a character called Red Murph. In the <laughs> I was going to say, the hill sounds Red like Murph. a political drama, doesn't it? Oh, here it is. No, I, the I Hill thought it is a, like something on WB or something. It's a 2023 <laughs> uh, American bio, biographical sports drama film based on player Ricky Hill overcoming a physical handicap in order to uh, see end up being a legendary major league scout. Uh, Dennis Quaid is your main dude. Didn't they already make this movie and call it The Rookie? <laughs> I swear that's like the same plot almost. And it's autobiographical, which that was also. That's That's weird. All right. Anyway, I don't know. It's probably good. Who knows? August came out. Um, all right. Here's a clip. Angry acting time. You do not have the authority to kill her. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, I'm David Strathairn. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get to kill whoever I want. Yar. That could have been a more exciting response. Oh, yes, I do. It's not It's not enough. In no. that I know you are, but what am I basically? Yeah. 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 yeah, it could be. I know you are. Oh. It's pretty lame. Not infinity. <laughs> <laughs> I had in my head that he was in the the all the movies. He he wasn't. He was just in this. I think Strathairn. I don't think he's in even the newer one. Uh, but for whatever reason, my memory. If someone has said, "Hey Scott, I'm going to kill you unless you can tell me if David Strathairn was in all Born movies," I'd be dead. Uh, all right, you sure about that? Born and Nikki Parsons are dead. You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? <laughs> What's that guy's name? The SNL guy? Uh, um, oh, is that uh, Rob Schneider? No, who's? No, it's new guy. He's newish. He's he did. Um, Born and Nikki. Hello. Born and Nikki. Sure about that? You sure about that? He's you the, sure about he's that? that goofy oh, one. Sure about that? He's got the Netflix show. No, um, it's yeah. I was gonna say that's he's not SNL. That is uh, he was on Detroiters with Sam Richardson. He's got the I think you should leave, and his name is <laughs> crap. Uh, not Sam Richardson, the other guy, Tim Robinson. Exactly. Tim, Tim Robinson. Robinson. It's such a boring ass name, but God, my God, that guy's so funny. I thought he was an SNL. Do I? I don't watch. No, SNL I don't think so. No, okay. never been an SNL. Duh. I mean, he was his own sketch. I mean, that whole you know his. I think you should leave is his own SNL no. sketch show, basically. Actually, yeah. Tim Robinson was a featured player on a whole season of SNL. Shut up! Really? Yeah. Yeah. You might. 
My my correct track record today is starting to be embarrassing. I don't know why I'm getting stuff right. (laughs) Because I have no right to know that. I don't watch SNL anymore, so I don't even know why I I know this. I'm I'm amazed. I've watched every damn season of SNL, and I'm a big Tim Robinson fan, and I never thought the two ever... Was it recent? Ever, like a couple of years? Like how many years was he doing this? I mean, 2012 to, just, I yeah. show him from 2012 to 2016. Let's no, see. He, was on, he was on one season of SNL as a featured player. So he wasn't like, if you, right. But if you go to his Wikipedia page, he's listed as SNL, various characters, 68 episodes and a writer from 2012 to 2016. That's definitely more than a season. Yeah, yeah, but maybe I see what you're saying. Like he could have just been writer for right five five of those right. seasons oh, and yeah. Um, yeah. and featured. Yes, featuring that's, Tim that's fun, funny how that's this the, works. Yeah. Sometimes some people will be SNL backgrounders for in lots of ways and barely be featured players for a hot minute, but then end up having amazing careers outside of it. The other one is um, who's that guy we like that always talks about the. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Yeah, that's another good example. Like he was never. He'd been in some skits, skits, and mostly writing, but his career is like bigger than most people that you know do real SNL work. Like the actual ratio of Will Ferrell's to um, what's a, what's the example of the other side? Uh, someone who doesn't go on to anything big after SNL. Mm, uh, I can't think of anyone. Maybe Chris Kattan, kind of. But yeah, there you go. Uh, That's a good one. Sherry O'Terry. Sure. Maybe. People we like enjoy. They're fine. Yeah, but they don't. They were great, but didn't. Uh, they don't blow up. You know. Didn't seem to go much further. Yeah. Anyway, that guy's all right. Um, here's. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you. This this is kind of like when I do Ibbit stuff. It's a little different. What does Jesus use to keep his eggs from sticking to the griddle? And here comes the punchline. Jesus, Pam. Jesus Pam. Jesus Pam. <laughs> Jesus, nice. Pam. Nice. You ever use Pam? The spray Pam? They said you know? Jesus a lot in this film. And that oh, yeah. was not yeah. from The Office, that clip. No, it was Did not. He? Jesus Pam. <laughs> it yeah. may as well like it could be Steve Carell saying that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, all right. Where it starts, where it ends. This is where it started for me. <laughs> this is where it ends. <laughs> I don't remember him farting in the scene, but I guess he did. Mm. God, I thought I listened closely, but apparently I didn't. Yeah. Um, all right, here's... I don't know what this final one is. Uh, sir, he drove off the roof. What? He drove off the roof. <laughs> to clarify. I, what? I said he drove and off the roof. And he's perfectly fine. He just kind of dusted himself off. Oh, really? Well, he grabbed the... He kind of held I on to the uh, seatbelt a little bit. I yeah. love when he grabbed the seatbelt later on. I'm like, oh, right. that's I guess so the stupid. There's no way that the worked, but that is awesome. Yeah. That cop yeah. car thing? Gosh dang it, man. It's good. Still yeah. some of the coolest thing I've seen on a on a you know, fake movie car thing. That was rad. Uh, all right, now this. It's time for the Film Sack checklist. Starting this movie, hitting the ground running like really hard and never stopped. Check. He was born for this. Check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really went nah, deep nah, for that nah, one. Nah. Uh, and when in Morocco, you can't have taco. I don't know why I wrote that. I was what? tired. It was late last night. Don't ask me. Don't know. <laughs> but it does rhyme. And it I'm sure rhyme. Morocco has a folded a folded uh, sandwich kind of thing, but it's not called a taco. I'm sure they do. I hope they do. because Every culture amazing. has a taco. Yeah. Every culture has a taco. They call something else. That's really tr- yeah, that's You're a going to quote point. me on that. That's right. I, I would eat a Morocco taco. Sure. Morocco why, isn't, taco. why isn't there a place already called Morocco's Tacos? There might be. Let's see if Gangster Town has ever gone there to uh, talk about how great it is. What's his name? Uh, Guy Fieri. <laughs> Guy Fieri. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, let's do these uh, Star Trek connections. There's bound to be. I mean, there's enough older actors in this. I got to think there's one or two. What do we got? I'm sorry to say, no. we again do not have any connections in the cast. Boo. And yes, I double checked David Straight There because I'm like, I I must have this Mandela effect about Straight There and mm. appearing in like some episode of a Star Trek series. Yeah, uh, but just like Ed McMahon never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse yeah. or <laughs> Lies. You know, Richard Simmons never wore a sweatband. There's no David Strathairn in Star Trek. Randy, get it through your head. Wait a minute. I've uh, never heard that one. Richard Simmons never wore a sweatband? I, I'm, this is, this That's is amazing. Is that one? Yeah. That's real? It, it believes, right? You believe so, it. <laughs> so I did find an, I guess, slightly interesting connection, just so we can have something. Yeah. Um, there's an ADR voice casting credit for a, a woman named Caitlin McKenna, right? Okay. So this is the person when they're doing ADR who is like casting actors to come grunt and like speak into a microphone and they're going to become background sounds and yeah, a busy yeah. street or whatever. Sure. Caitlin McKenna, ADR voice casting in the star Trek reboot at the beginning, there's a ship called the USS Kelvin, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the first officer is George Kirk. Oh yeah. That yeah. ship, that ship's computer is talking. Oh, that's her. That is the voice of Caitlin McKenna. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, and George interesting. George Kirk played by uh, at the time huh. a very unknown uh, Chris Hemsworth at the time was George Kirk right. in two thousand nine. Right, right. I remember at the time going, "Who's this guy?" Now I Who's know. Guy? Now I know oh. too much about. So he's handsome. handsome. You should play. Yeah. There is a Star Trek connection <laughs> for you. Very nice. That's a good one. I'll take it. Soundtrack grade. I'm going to give it an L for like the last one. It's basically the same soundtrack. It's fine. It's good. It's intense. Ends and, with that nice Moby song. Yeah. Twi- yeah, yeah. It's t- yeah. Two times I've used that, I think, right? I yeah. think. Yeah. First movie and then this This one. was a remix of uh, the first one. Yep. Um, I watch. I follow Moby on TikTok, and he's always making a little song out of nothing. So it's always Moby going, hey, guys, I know you can barely see me because all the veganism just about killed me, and I'm really thin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then he'll do he's really is paper thin it's weird but anyways like oh, and, okay I'm gonna take yeah. this sound and I'll go in the microphone and then go okay now we're gonna put a thing and a beat and a stuff that's and he's, a hit right there it's actually really <laughs> great like it's amazing so, yeah. it's his whole thing I guess but it's really good um, alright social post this is where you guys sum up this shit this actually quality movie this good fine film in 280 characters or less and I think there's the rules state on subsection 3 part B uh, Randy has to begin. So Randy, go. The Bourne Ultimatum. He's jumping in your windows. He's killing your assets dead. He's trying to find out his past, but you are one big doo-doo head. You could have just let him retire. You should have shredded all Blackbriar. You're lucky if you aren't soon dead. You really are a doo-doo head. <laughs> wow. That needs to be a uh, children's book, really. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll illustrate it. Um, can we, yeah, I was going to say, can we get that illustrated and published? Uh, let's do it. Let's publish it with the same. The, the album, the people are doing the album. We'll have them do the publishing. And uh, we got this. That We're works. good. Uh, hey, Dunaway, give us your read thing. Hey, Johnson, the born <laughs> ultimatum. Ultimatums? I don't do ultimatums. Fine. You said I would be saving American lives, but you never mentioned I would be doing it with a fax machine hashtag off the grid hashtag fax noises hashtag julia style staring contest go yeah it's a hard one she's mm-hmm. she can stare like nobody's business hey yeah. brian ibbett it's your turn the born ultimatum i guess the david webb ultimatum just doesn't have the same ring to it oh. okay, cool, <laughs> <laughs> nice. i like it the david how'd you how'd you inflect that on the uh 
in the Twitter post and text? How do you? Uh, I um, I show a picture of Albert Finney and okay. some garbagey uh, impact <laughs> impact Brilliant. font uh, text directly underneath him. Yeah, perfect. He's the best part you, of you uh, memeified it. What I was like. that? What was that Julia Roberts thing? It was big huge famous movie? Uh, uh, she won an Pretty Oscar woman, for it. Aaron Brockovich. Yes. No. Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's amazing. He's the best thing in that movie. Just putting that out there. I it's forgot great. he was in that. Yeah. That's surprising. Uh, <laughs> best thing in the movie. Yeah. Who? I think I he's the, a lawyer that yeah. helps her get her case going. I think is the deal. And Aaron Eckhart yeah. also amazing. He's a, the weird stoner neighbor guy. He's great. oh yeah yeah. That movie's better. Whatever than happened him. to Aaron Eckhart? Okay. Uh, he's still around. Things. He's got stuff. Yeah. He's not as big. You know, I feel like he maybe peaked with the Batman uh, Two Face thing. Two faces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a great honor to graduate to the indie film world. That's right. I've made my money. Now I can sit back. I'm and down do with the that. I want to. I always yeah. support artists who get the hell out of Hollywood and still have an awesome career well, and enjoy themselves. Yeah, he has a, well, a movie it, called Ambush this year. He's got four things in development. And uh, it's so it's so hard to get roles after you burned off half your face. So mm, right. yeah, it really yeah. is. <laughs> it's all putty sure. over there on that side now, and mm-hmm. you can tell. He has to get all shots. All the shots are on the left side. <laughs> he's on. He's in some show called Pantheon that people like. He's a vo- oh, it's an animated <laughs> thing. Okay. Yeah, Paul, unless you're doing voice work. I, uh, I like Paul that. Dano, Aaron oh, Eckhart. Plus. Yeah, I want to see that new oh. Paul Dano um, GameSpot stock movie. Oh yes, right. That looks great. Kind of the kind of the big short of that. Uh, yeah. Of the video game or the, the GameStop uh, thing. Yeah. I find myself excited about movies like that when I hear they're being made about a thing. I guess Dope Sick sort of fits, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, Big Short. What's another one? Um, uh, ah. I can't I'm think sorry. of another one. <laughs> I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to audibly make a noise. <laughs> I went to... Uh, I went and I was doing a Google search on Aaron Eckhart, and uh, there was a trailer that just released like two weeks ago. And I was like, oh, muzzle. Okay, that sounds neat. Okay, let's just take a look quick look at the little trailer there. And uh, yeah, there's. I laughed at like it's five seconds in. I didn't really. To. Is it? Yeah, uh, I didn't. Oh. oh, that's too bad. It, he's a Utah boy, too. I always. No, it's still, I didn't say it was bad. I just wasn't expecting it. It was, it was a turn that I wasn't expecting. He got, uh, huh. let's see, went to BYU and. Was a, it was a big deal here in 94, 95, because when he was in, when he was at BYU, he was expanding their film department or helping them somehow. And it was like this huge deal. It's like BYU might actually have a decent film, film school and will rival, you know, any other regional schools and all this. And then he, he left and they didn't do shit with it. They just let it all right. go. <laughs> You know, I'm continu- I'm continuing to watch this muzzle trailer with no, are you with, laughing? No yeah. with no audio. Well, and you made me do be, it now too. It's supposed and, to be very serious. Well, Randy, you it's and I'll just a canine we'll, dog. Randy and I'll just have the show. We'll just talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's all I fine. I feel like I, I, I feel as like soon as Brian Dunaway made that noise, I felt like, well, I need to see what what Brian Dunaway made that noise. I don't blame you. For. What's this called was again? It the, was it the uh, the dog with the silver yeah. tooth? Is what made you yeah, make that it was noise? Oh God, yes. It's okay. So the story is uh, LAPD K nine officer. So he lost a dog right in the mm. line of duty. It's very serious stuff. But for some reason, with no audio and just the shots they're using, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be great. I can't wait to to cry at this film. I like their poster, but but it feels like what's the movie that was just? Uh, it's a dog dies movie. 
Well, no, no. What was the movie where uh, it was an army dog and this guy has to get it across country? Oh, uh, Channing yeah, yeah. Tatum. Yeah. And uh, the dog is angry, but they find a common yeah. ground and they love each other by the yeah. end. And, yeah. You know, I've never heard of that. that. This is what that looks like. Yeah. Well, I, I will admit I'm a guilty pleasure person on these kind of movies, but I fully admit I want you it's to going to be really hard to win an award playing in these kind of movies. I want yeah. you to know, Brian, there is yeah. a movie called Army Dog. It is. I don't oh, think nice. it's the one you're just talking about, but there is a movie called Army Dog, and it is exactly yeah. what you think it is. Oh, really? Well, a, a dog is the one from 2022 that I was thinking. Is of. it double G dog or just dog? No, nope, just single D, single oh. D jog, single D, single G dog. <laughs> Snoop double uh, O Duke yeah. is what it is. Um, yeah, no, it's a Channing Tatum and a dog, and they fall in love as they drive across the I country. Love and a then dog he did love story. Lost City and Bullet Train, same year. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow, that's really great. All right, I now, seen, now I'm back. Okay. I haven't seen a dog movie since like uh, that Dog's Purpose. But just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. See, those it movies just, will ruin you for dog because, like, I'm yeah. not watching another dog movie after freaking Marley and me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You you fooled me once. You're not exactly. getting me again, buddy. Oh, there's your dog. Your movie stars a dog. Well, enjoy it because uh, right. you can have my seat. <laughs> this right. line of duty thing has a young Carlo Esposito in it, but he'll do anything for a dollar. That guy, he's he just will. working, yeah. but he does everything really well. Yeah, and he's I still, great. I still stand by the fact that if you have not seen Kaleidoscope on okay. Netflix, it was um, it had the gimmick that you could watch the episodes in every in any order because the the way the story was told, it worked in any order. That the gimmick is unnecessary; it's ridiculous. But you've got Giancarlo Esposito, Rufus Sewell, um, uh, Jay Courtney. Uh, it's such a great cast, and it's a really cool high story that didn't need a stupid gimmick to make mm-hmm. it work. Yeah. The only gimmick I need is Rufus Sewell and something. I love him. Yeah, and Giancarlo Esposito. I mean, it's eight episodes of watching uh, watching Giancarlo eat up the screen, and he's fantastic. I will yeah. give that one a look because I never yeah. did. <laughs> Please do put that put that I back on your list. It, it's unfortunately it doesn't have a great it doesn't have a great um, like it's got a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I enjoyed it a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because people were rail- railing about the um, yeah. the gimmick. Well, fifty percent of the people agreed with you, so they agreed that it was True. good. And then fifty percent of the people said doesn't quite cut the mustard. Yeah, yeah. exactly. See, you're, yeah. you're such a you're such a uh, rotten tomato half, half full. I'm half yeah half a, half a half cup half of tomato juice is yeah. what I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, here's let me play this just for because he came up in the conversation. Smoke weed every day. There you go. That's all I'm <laughs> Just because I, I conjured the spirit of, of D double O G yeah. yeah. Well, well done. I like we that. should ask, we should ask a question with every film sack movie. We should ask who in this movie is the one that smokes weed every day. I yeah. have an answer. <laughs> all right. Uh, Julia who? Stiles is my answer. Yes. Thank no. you. Really? Julia <laughs> Stiles. When you see her in this movie, she has just put the joint down, like out of frame. Yeah. She right. just had it in her mouth and she's holding it in. Yeah. <laughs> she's holding the dragon. Yeah, she's she's fun to watch. Is the, it Instagram uh, she's on? She she has her, you know, she has kids and she's always posting stuff about about that stuff. And she's uh she's interesting. Yeah, but it says the a staring character. contest is really just her trying to remember her next line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that, that does that to your brain. I'm gonna give it to Stratheran, the character he's playing, because he goes in the bathroom and does it while nobody's looking. I promise you he's in there weeding it, <laughs> weeding it up. I just uh, know he's, it. He's, he's, a, it he's a bit excitable to to be uh smoking every day for, for me. He's 
He said the you know, nastiest thing on that Sopranos episode that I watched. It's the oh, nastiest, dude, meanest no. thing. It's all, I'm not going to say do? it. What do you do? Tell me what you did. I'm not going to do it. I can't. Oh, it, I, I would feel very uncomfortable saying it. But if you ever see that episode yeah. or a couple episodes where him and uh, him and a separated Carmela are dating, right? he says the meanest thing to her. Oh, so we gosh. covered Julia Stiles. Uh, who, who, say Albert Finney, did you say that? Albert was smiling. No, you, maybe it is. Uh, I think it, he's an edible kind of guy. <laughs> okay, more of an edible. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty much on glaucoma. Glaucoma. Love it. Why is that so <laughs> funny? Oh, I don't know. Why so that's not so funny. Scott Glenn, Ben? We're not thinking. No, Scott I think Glenn. Scott Glenn in real so. life. I think that guy loves his weed in real life, but oh, I think and sure, he probably yeah. was giving him long life. I don't like, know what's going on with that guy. Like Julia Stiles grew up in a hippie commune, commune in New York. I just right. like everything about her just makes sense. Like she smokes weed every day. Yeah, every day. You right can make then, this a segment, Scott. You yeah, it might be a new segment. Bumper. We haven't done that in a while. Maybe we need a new one. I like it. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll, uh, we'll see how it flows in the next couple of weeks. You know, we got rid of cave like a vagina. Now we're now we got a new one. So finally, <laughs> finally. Uh, all right, real quick here. I got uh, alternate titles. These were just handed to me, so I feel like I owe it to everyone to read it. If I could just find the clip. There it is. Okay. Uh, this was almost called The Bored Old Tomato, which is a thing I always say about this movie, so I had to include that. Or The Green Grass is Green Grassier on the Other Green Side of the Aww. Fence. <laughs> Uh, here's a quick email from a listener filmsack at gmail.com is where it came from it's Sean O'Hara ah Sean O'Hara he's got an email he says during the man on fire episode you were laughing at the idea that Bob Hoskins being considered for the lead it does sound far-fetched if you're only familiar with his Roger Rabbit and Super Mario Brothers movies but he also got his start in British gangster films and his performances in long the long good Friday and Mona Lisa are as badass as anything in the Scorsese in a Scorsese movie it's sad that most people only know him from his comedic roles now, like if Joe Pesci were only remembered for Home Alone and My Cousin Vinny, uh, says Sean. That's all I remember. Um, yeah, no, I, it wasn't so much that it would that I think he couldn't do it. That wasn't it. It was that he's he, it would change the movie so much for this little, stocky, angry, bald, former hitman. Uh, it wouldn't have been a bad film. It's just a totally different movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just feel like the relationship... The, the friendship that struck up between him and Dakota Fanning is just different with Bob Hoskins. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just can't picture it. So it's not that he couldn't do it. I think Bob Hoskins was an incredibly talented dude. Um, and I've never seen either The Long Good Friday or Mona Lisa, but it sounds like that's something to see. Uh, wasn't he also one of the... He was one of them Guy Ritchie deals, wasn't he? Do I have that wrong? Are you guys looking at a trailer again? I can't remember... Uh- <laughs> Hoskins. Was there a? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what it was because he was in a murder or not, not a murder bank robber thing. Oh no, that was uh, yeah, no. that was with Phil Collins, right? Where he played a bank robber. What? They're partners. They were in a movie together. That's cool. Yeah. The uh, Long Good Friday revolves around a man named Harold. Harold. Uh, 1980. It's old. Um, the British gentleman. film. That looks great. Are, that looks fun. I watched uh, that. Oh, maybe the gentleman. Is that it? Mm. Oh, was he in that? Guy Ritchie returns something. Bob Hoskins. No, he was. Did, I just did a search for Bob Hoskins, and uh, I just put Buster is the one I'm thinking of. But '88 uh, with Phil Collins, but was he died in Hoskins. 2014? So would he have? Let's see. Yeah, no, shit. No Hoskins in there. For whatever reason, I got Guy Ritchie and Bob Hoskins together, and I don't know why I did that. Um, okay, that's it for that. Uh, let's read this text we got. Also, here's a text. 
801-471-0462. Oh, hi, Scott, Bibbit, Brian, and Randy. Oh, uh, this is Lisa P. from Niagara Falls. She says <laughs> this, I am a huge fan of FilmSack and TMS and all of you guys, and I have run through the FilmSack library, including the archive, and I am on my very second go at it. Wow. I really enjoy hearing your banter and commentary, and I'm very grateful for your shows. Well, it's very nice Aww. of you, Lisa. She goes on yeah. to say, but for the love of all things holy. <laughs> there was a but. Yeah, there's always a but. Always a but. Stop claiming. I'm doing this in all caps because that's how she wrote it. Stop <laughs> claiming you've sacked the replacements. Just do it already and stop teasing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talk about that quite often, don't we? Wow. Yeah. She says, while you're at it, break it is uh, the right time. Break your no comedy rule and do Coneheads or Down Periscope. You know you want yes, to. Thanks. I agree with Coneheads, absolutely. And Down Periscope, uh, we'll agree to, I, you know. I'm going to own disagree. this one. This is probably my fault. I must have, wa- in, in my 17 viewings of The Replacements, I must have watched it right as a double feature with a film sack movie that we mm. also sacked and it just like got stuck in my head that way well guess what it's on hbo max where apparently we live now so believe me i know i <laughs> yeah i probably right. watched the replacements most recently like two months ago i've never and seen it i don't think oh i love it it's the football movie. deal yeah, football seen it either. yeah yeah football. got the cano reeves in it he's yeah. uh the, the football kills his puppy and uh, he goes, in a- <laughs> really? Gosh, yeah. he just gets uh, so typecast with that yeah, whole yeah, yeah. Uh, puppy. Yeah. Oh, a bunch yeah. of actors yeah. I like. David Denham, uh, John Favreau's in it, plays Bateman. I thought it said Batman at first. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Orlando <laughs> Jones, Gene Hackman. Yeah, Ry Ziffins. I love that guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, who? Uh, yeah, Gene Hackman, Favreau. Keanu Reeves. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I've seen it. We should see it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is, is it it's good? good. I I it. Movie. It's it really movie. is an example of a comedy you can sack because yeah. it's, it's like one of those, like there's this certain kind of sports comedy where mm-hmm. it's actually about like, in this case, it's about the relationship between Gene Hackman and Keanu Reeves. And we and, watched the longest yard, right? So, I mean, uh-huh. did, did we, we that one? Yeah, we did. Did we hold on? We didn't watch the. Oh yeah, you're right. We Adam Sandler the new one. one yeah. or the, we watched the new one. Yeah, yeah. new one. Yeah. Sandler one. Not the Burt Reynolds one. Yeah, Mm-mm. I think. And it's got it's got some of Keanu's greatest quotes ever in any movies. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. All right. It's good. I enjoyed you've, it. You've convinced. I watch me. it again. I'm down. You've convinced me. Six point six on on uh, IMDb. It's, and that's that's reasonable. That's good range for right, the maybe, films. Maybe that. we watch it later in uh, football season. This yeah. Year. yeah. There we go. Perfect fall watch. I like that. Uh, well, anyway, thank you for your, your thing there, Lisa. We love it. Uh, 801-471-0462 is where to send those uh, texts. And again, filmsack at gmail.com for your emails. I want to th- uh, say hi to a couple of brand new patrons today. Tom Robinson and Val Kabalikin have joined us. <laughs> Kabalikin. 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 You know what is Kabalikin? I did that wrong. Kabalkin? I'm pretty sure it is. Kabalkin. But I love the way you said it. Kabal- it could be Kabalkin. Kabalkin? Kabalkin. Yeah. I don't know. Perfect strangers. What? All right. Anyway, we can't uh, see the words you're reading. He's cousin uh, Larry. It's a <laughs> it's cousin Larry. Everybody, uh, they joined up. You should too. Patreon.com slash filmsack. I don't remember who our next host special is. Oh, it's Dunaway, right? Aren't you coming up? Yeah. Some me. I'm trying to work on it this weekend. That's my plan. That's All what right. I'm doing. All right. That's awesome. Okay. I can't wait to hear. I've already got the topic plan. I got some notes out. So all I got to do is do it. You want to give anyone a hint, like a like a get them all pumped up, give them a little. Well, gee, I mean, if you haven't been following me on everything lately, if you don't know, it's going to be about VHS tapes. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> then you've been had your head up your butt. Yeah, get Are you it out of the butt. Explain how uh, rewinding is being kind. Are you yeah. going to finally explain the? Yeah. Tune in when you find out if I talk about be kind and rewind. All right, excellent. Don't yet. Yeah, I don't want to give too much away. I love this. 
anyway, I'm really um, excited to be doing the bonus episode next month. You know, it's a little Sacktober bonus. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're lucky. Halloween's a perfect uh, month. Yes, yes, yeah. it is. And I, I have that. a very, I think, a very interesting topic. So nice. Uh, well, watch for that coming up, patrons. And if you're not a patron, uh, think of what you're missing. You're not getting this cool art in the mail that's like movie related. You're not getting these bonus shows. There's so much cool <laughs> stuff. Pre-show every week. All that stuff. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash Filmsack. Next week, we're watching Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's a Bull Durham. Let's get some Kevin Costner on. I don't think we've done that since like Waterworld, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time we had Costner. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. the VHS of that. Mm-hmm. I have I have seen this movie, but it's been so long that I have no idea. I love Bull Durham, and we are eventually going to do the Postman, right? Oh hell yeah! One of these one of these years, we're going to do like a special double feature uh, in a single movie because it's like four. It really is like almost four hours long. That movie, it's so bad. Yeah, Yeah. but Bull Durham's great. Uh, Here's the funny irony: today we had uh, Scott Glenn. Next week we have some Kevin Costner in the wonderful western uh, Silverado. They were brothers. In that movie. And uh, Kevin Costner was the dumb brother always getting in trouble, and Scott Glenn had to break him out all the time. Anyway, so we'll do that. We'll uh, we'll continue the grand tradition of moving from brother to brother with Bull Durham next week, starring Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, and Tim Robbins in a movie that at the time I remember people gushed over. So we'll see if it's... This is is on HBO Max, like the last one. And for the rest of like all of October, we're on HBO Max. So you can just subscribe to that one service and we're going to stay there for a while. Yeah. feels like cool. it's the place for our movies right now. Netflix. What's your problem? Uh, all right. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Filmsack.com is our website. Links to everything are there. And we'd love it. If you left us reviews, wherever you get your shows, That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian and for Randy. He drove off the roof. We'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. This is where it ends. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.